From WOUB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Caleb McCluskey. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you news stories from Southeast Ohio. This week on The Outlet, elementary school students get hands-on experience with the future of STEM technology this summer. I have uh, worked with uh, 3D printers, uh, CNC mills, laser cutters, uh, a variety of, of other tools to, to create. And a self-defense camp aims to teach people gun safety. Now, because I'm comfortable, I can confidently look at a gun and say, that is not dangerous right now because it is unloaded. These stories and more right here on The Outlet. Students at Coolville Elementary are getting hands-on experience with 3D printers as part of the school's summer STEM camp. Outlet reporter Connor Woodruff has more on how creativity sets sail. Collaborate. You work with your teammates. Students in Coolville Elementary's summer learning series huddle up in groups of four working on their 3D models of flat-bottom boats. The students are putting their grade school knowledge to the test, using math, science, and even art to make sure their boats will float. Water and see how far their boat is going to get. At the end of the camp, they'll test out their designs. The students are using STEM technology to build their boats. Over these last few days, campers have used several different design techniques to flesh out their models. It started with a drawing. Then, campers built a model out of their boat with blocks. Next, students, like 5th grader Liliana Atkins, digitally recreated them using an online program. So far, I have uh, the roof, the poles, the base for it, and like that little curved part on the flat boat. Finally, it's onto the 3D printers that line the back of the room, which are humming along, slowly but surely, printing their models. Camp facilitators made sure students from all grade levels can learn. The learning curve is steep and failure is okay. Now you get the opportunity to do it differently and try a different way. That's T.O. Marty, Federal Hawking's STEM curriculum specialist, who is the camp's main facilitator. STEM studies have always been a big interest for T.O. I have uh, worked with uh, 3D printers, uh, CNC mills, laser cutters, uh, a variety of, of other tools to, to create. The Coolville Elementary STEM Lab has been around for three years now. It's a program that keeps students and teachers alike engaged. Coolville principal Bruce Hoover comes in every day looking forward to seeing what the campers make. Um, I see the excitement. It, it makes me, it energizes me as an administrator and principal. This is my 31st year in the business. There's even a historical aspect of the experience. Flat bottom boats have a place in Ohio's history. One of the things that we wanted to do was make sure that it was something that was relevant to students of the area. Developing the floating models isn't their only test. Campers also had to use their heads to build model boats with less or more materials, like popsicle sticks and paper, for example. Reporting for The Outlet, I'm Connor Woodruff in Coolville. A new restaurant and brewery is breathing new life into the old Chansey School Building. Outlet reporter Morgan Anderson has more on the local couple who are turning their dreams into a reality. As Brooke McDonough unlocks the shiny padlock that sits on a splintering white door, I follow her inside. This was originally the gymnasium for the school. We're standing inside the old Chansey schoolhouse. It's entirely brick with cracked stairs and broken windows. It's two stories tall with a basement underneath. And it may not look pretty, but it's prime real estate to Brooke McDonough and her husband, Austin. So 
um, my husband and I have been looking for a property to open a brewery on. We heard that they may be selling this or that we could possibly buy it. And that's what they did. Now, when she's not being a mom to her four kids, she's transforming this 1914 schoolhouse into her and her husband's dream. Roe Hammer Brewing Company, a restaurant and brewery right in the heart of Chansey. The family bought the 9,000 square foot building in August 2020 and have been clearing it out since. They carve time outside of their day jobs to work on the building and in the process are finding surprises along the way. Yeah, we've been finding random rooms. This portion we didn't even know existed because it was all blocked off. They've uncovered everything from abandoned classrooms with dusty desks to a gymnasium floor with a hand-painted basketball court. So we're keeping the brick on the front, obviously. The inside, we have to cover up some of it for insulation, and we're going to try to keep the floors as original as possible. We may have to restain them, replace them, just due to some past damage. But, and... So yeah, we're trying to keep it looking with the history alive. Rowhammer will be open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, coupled with a microbrewery in the basement. Brooke says they plan on paying a living wage instead of the traditional hourly with tips model for restaurant workers. But it all circles back to a greater goal of theirs, to invest in the village of Chansey. We're kind of hoping to be a restaurant for Chansey because there isn't one and kind of be a main hub for the area. And with the new Bailey's Trail system opening, we thought it may be a great opportunity um, just because a lot of times breweries do really well with a trailhead for running, biking, that sort of thing. Rowhammer will be the first major project in Chansey designed around the Bailey's Trail. As the McDonough's breathe new life into an old building, the Chansey Schoolhouse will be opening its doors once again. Reporting for the outlet, I'm Morgan Anderson and Chansey. Boogie on the Brakes has returned after three years. This year included food, music, and more. Outlet reporter Ariel Lyons has more. The music you're hearing is not inside a concert venue, but in the middle of the street. Boogie on the Bricks is an annual event that closes down a section of Court Street in Uptown Athens, setting up a stage, vendors, and plenty of room to dance. The event features local bands, plenty of food options, and a few small businesses selling their goods. This year was the first Boogie on the Bricks since 2019, after a three-year hiatus due to COVID. There are a few things that were different about this year's Boogie, but the biggest change was the adult beverage situation. In the past, Boogie on the Bricks has sold beer alongside the vendors, but this year the event utilized DORA, an Athens City ordinance that allows consumers to drink alcohol outdoors in a specific marked area during summer months. Boogie on the Bricks president Toby Lawrence says aligning with the bars rather than competing with them was a way to ensure everyone was able to have their drink of choice at the event. Uh, but since during COVID, Athens passed the open container DORA uh, ordinance, um, this year we decided to join forces with the bars and not compete with them and sell beer, but instead allow people to go into their establishment of choice and get their drink of choice. Uh, so we're really excited about the change in format this year. Quite a few different vendors sold unique clothing items and accessories. These include hair wraps, tie-dye clothes, flower crowns, and pride flags. As far as food went, food trucks weren't the only option. Bobcats for Ukraine had a table set up with homemade Ukrainian food with options like potato pancakes and mushroom melts. Bobcats for Ukraine also had t-shirts laid out, the proceeds of which went to UA First Aid, a charity that helps Ukrainian soldiers. 
The event also had plenty for kids to do. When they weren't dancing with their families, a bouncy house was set up for them to let out even more energy. The event was an all-day affair, lasting from noon until 10 p.m., and it was a full day of fun, music, and memories. For The Outlet, I'm Ariel Lyons in Athens. Firearm Training Center and Shooting Range in Logan held a camp teaching teens about firearm safety and self-defense. Outlet reporter Reese Thompson speaks to the people involved with the camp about why it's important to learn about gun safety before gun ownership. Stand by and I will Let's give you the range bit. commands, all right? From firearms to archery, Teen Adventure Camp, hosted by On Guard Defense, teaches self-defense in a responsible manner. The teen camp is three days long, teaching firearm safety, pistol and rifle operation, archery, and unarmed self-defense. Range Safety Officer Scott Phelps says going over the basics is essential to creating responsible weapon owners. A lot of ranges, they just turn you loose with a firearm or archery or whatever and don't teach you anything. Scott and his wife Judy opened the range seven years ago, intent on teaching about weapon safety through one-on-one -on -one training. Instead of teaching new shooters and, and acting like a drill sergeant and screaming at them because they did something wrong, we should tell them what to do first, teach them how to do it first, and correct them if they make a mistake. The couple talks to each camper to find their specific areas of improvement with gun use. Judy says her goal is to make the girls more confident in their ability to protect themselves. So a couple of these girls were really uh, afraid and yet they turned out to be our best shooters. Regan Strickland, an attendee at the camp, says she notices herself improving already. Now, because I'm comfortable, I can confidently look at a gun and say, that is not dangerous right now because it is unloaded. Regan and Scott say guns are a safety tool if worst comes to worst. Sometimes you just gotta fight their weapon with one alike. Kinda like a fire extinguisher. I have fire extinguishers here just in case. That's why we have guns. Judy says after experiencing an unsafe situation, people often want to learn how to use firearms to ensure safety. Ladies in particular that come to me have had uh, been involved in a critical incident before, maybe, or, um, or something has gotten them to the point where they feel unsafe and they know they need to take the next step. At On Guard Defense, teaching people how to protect themselves is the top priority. For the outlet, I'm Reese Thompson in Logan. That's all we have for you this week. Thanks for joining us. The outlet is produced each week by me, Kayla McCluskey. We're edited by Teach Bidea, Aaron Payne, and David Forster. Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos. Enjoy our show? Tell a friend to give us a listen. They can subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud or Spotify, as well as Apple Podcast, or find us online at woub.org. They can follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore W-O-U-B and Instagram at newswatch underscore W-O-U-B. We'll be back next week with more stories from Southeast Ohio.